Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the middle that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up. Oh, Annabelle, I don't know who I am anymore. I don't even know how to get dressed. Well, luckily, Emily, you don't need to know who you are. There is everything to play for, because this podcast is sponsored by Meg and B, beautiful bags for all the women that you are. So I can change up the straps from a smart stripe to a camo to a disco situation. I can play with tassels and charms depending on how I'm feeling and completely change my look just like that. Exactly. The bags are classic, affordable and fantastic quality, as well as being designed by an all-woman team. And it takes a woman to know how to handle a handbag. Well, maybe this newfound freedom won't be so stressful. Maybe it'll be an opportunity. Absolutely right. They might just brighten up your life. And I am delighted to say that they are offering our listeners a 15% discount until the end of April. Yes, just use the code MIDDLE15 and let's do this. Hi, I'm Emily and I'm absolutely fine, but I'm in a uh, war of attrition with my printer and it's probably going to get physical. And I basically, every day that I have to print something, we go through the same rigmarole. When you press the print button, do you think, please not today, please just not today, please just let it connect and wait for the, please, please. And then it goes looking for air printers and I'm like, I'm standing in front of the air printer, it's right there. And it goes, no air printers found. And I'm like, why can you not speak to each other? Why do you not work? Why do we have to go through this whole thing where I turn everything on and off and on and off again? Like, like in the ID crowd. Anyway, um, so one of us is going to have to go. What, you or the printer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, anyway, Annabelle, how are you? I'm absolutely fine. But um, a couple of days ago, I went for a walk with my oldest boyfriend, who I've known since I was 16, who I love dearly. And um, I thought, OK. And I put on not my therapy jumper, a different jumper, a nice jumper from Wise London with like sparkly arm patches. And then I put on a bit of mascara. Like, you know, I thought, you know, I'll just be a fully functioning human woman. And um, at the end of the walk, we had a very nice time. He went, darling, you know, we're always honest with each other. And I went, yes. He went, I have never seen you look this tired. <laughs> and I, I didn't know what to do with it at the time. And I still don't know what to do with it now. But it's all right. It's OK, because our next guest is an authority on wearable, affordable clothes we are hoping that she's going to say it's absolutely fine for us to stay in our elasticated waist forever but just in case she doesn't we're praying that she can offer us some kind of a halfway house situation between troll who hasn't left the house in the last year and fully functioning fashion aware female cat farmer please help us and how the hell are you I am absolutely fine but I fear I have forgotten the basics of social interaction (laughs) <laughs> she says in her most ladylike voice. I, do know, I, I, I honestly am very, very worried. I'm okay with the getting dressed thing, but I'm very worried about when I actually see somebody and I'm allowed, not yet, obviously, when I'm allowed to touch or hug them, I feel like I'm going to squash people. I thought, what yeah. level of squishiness is acceptable? Crush them, spit on them, slightly claw Lick. at them. I just need to make myself... Licking was not a thing we did. <laughs> but also that... Also, that weird touching thing. Are we going in for a yeah. hug or are we just doing it like a, a little shoulder touch where we go, hey, pal, you know, like, yeah. it's nice to see you. I'd be fine with a shoulder touch. I don't miss <laughs> hugging semi-strangers. Emily misses hugging semi-strangers. Oh, me too. Oh, Emily, I'm going to be hugging 
I am the postman, people in the street, in the supermarket. I am, oh my God, I'm a hugger. I am a hugger. I love that around your area in Kent. There's a very nice, rather glamorous looking, clearly unstable woman. So do avoid her. She might come for you. I might just come to Kent and have a hug. Yes. We'll just hug it out. I need to get the hug. Even my children are now, this is the problem as well. My children are like, mum, please no more hugs. I'm like, Really? Really? I think they're more desperate than anyone for lockdown to end, so I will just stop hugging purely them. (laughs) I do not know about lockdown ending. I mean, I have not worn shoes that aren't Ugg boots or trainers uh, or, or I guess, sort of some kind of sandal for a year. Um, I haven't worn anything other than tracksuit bottoms, certainly since November. And and I picked up my handbag the other day, and it was just bizarre. It was this very heavy, because it wasn't the normal little across the body. And I looked in, it was sort of matter inside it. And one thing that was inside it was one of those plastic sealable bags from Heathrow Security <gasps> last July. Nostalgia alert. Hasn't been picked up since. <laughs> I know, travelling, right? So, so how are we going to prepare ourselves to move from this phase to the next phase, but also not with stress, with some kind of joy? I just think there is an element of one step at a time. I think it's a question of not trying to completely reinvent yourself as a fully functioning human immediately. Because I think, I just think that's, I just think that's too much. Everybody, I mean, I went to a meeting yesterday. I had a work meeting in London. It's the first time I've been to London since, bear in mind, I live out in the sticks. So the first time I've been in London, to London, in London, to London, I can't remember how to say it. In first London, I've been within London, the London. West, in, in London, in the, in the in, London. In town, uptown, wherever. Yeah, up west, um, with my bum bag, yeah. So um, I, uh, anyway, and I, I just, I, I was just giddy and it took me about an hour to decide what to actually put on because I'd forgotten. And in the end I thought, no, don't, don't no, just, just wear normal things that, you know, you might want. Actually, I wore colour. So I think, you know, I think throwing the baby out of the bathwater and getting rid of everything elasticated and everything comfortable and everything that we've been used to, let's face it, lounging around in, I think is probably going to be too much of a shock to the system. And what you might find is if you've made a massive effort and you think you look awesome is find yourself, you know, I mean, you're not allowed to go to the loo, but let's say you've caught yourself in a, in, in, in a shop window or you've caught yourself in a window or something, you, look, you think, I do not recognise this person. <laughs> and I think the most important thing is that you still want to feel like you, but just maybe the slightly post-lockdown version of you. Do you know, you. I think you're right, because I think quite a few of us are seeing this, um, and this is, I think this is unwise, as um, an opportunity for reinvention. And oh, that, God, like, yeah. I, or look, or I will never wear these medieval robes hanging in my wardrobe ever again. Never again shall I <laughs> seen in those. I'm now going to go and be the, you know, in your, Emily, in your case, the Parisian ingenue I was always meant to be. And that, that, that's hard because you've got to start from zero with that, right? No, I agree. I feel like I really want to come out of the starting blocks dressed like Andrea from Call My Agent. My advice would be, first of all, don't try and reinvent yourself. That is just frankly now not going to work because actually we don't really know how it's going to be let's be frank we all think we've got an idea but it could be like meeting up with you know an ex-boyfriend that you think is going to be a great idea and it's actually a really miserable demoralizing experience and I think dare I say that's probably how many of our first trips out are going to be you know we've got an idea of uh, you know I mean my first night out with you know four girlfriends um, which is actually this week in someone's garden, we have, you know, envisaged sex in the city in Kent. <laughs> it's not going to be, it's going to be a complete festival. We're going to be one bottle of, you know, one bottle of champagne in. We're all going to be absolutely rat assed because we've not been drinking that much. We're going to be freezing cold and we'll be home by 9.30. Yeah, absolutely. So, and probably crying. 
you know, they'll in that way that ends in oh, tears. There'll be tears. Yes, oh, there'll exactly. always be tears. There'll be tears. Yes, exactly. Uh, the idea of being out of the house past 9.30 makes me feel really peculiar. <laughs> but that I, I have worn a say. high heel since March the 12th, 2020, which I wonder if I'll ever be able to... Did you wear heels yesterday when you went for your meeting? Don't be ridiculous. I wore trainers. What's it going to be like standing on top of a heel at that great height? Since probably... February last year, I have not worn a pair of proper heels, which actually now I'm saying that out loud scares me somewhat. I think it's taking it, as I say, it's one step at a time. And also, it's wearing things that you used to wear. Do you know, there's nothing to say that you will have stuff in your wardrobe that is okay. You know, that you did wear last year. You'll have loads. I just think that a lot of women are feeling quite, me included, weird about our bodies. And it's not necessarily to do with being particularly fatter or thinner. It's just like, whose body is this anyway? <laughs> the proportions all feel different. Everything well, I think there's been a redistribution of assets, hasn't there? <laughs> I agree. I agree. So basically, I feel a bit like a fridge with arm and legs. Arms, thank God. Arms and legs. Arms. So, 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 so putting on what was, will that work for what will be? And I think, oh, I'll try lots of new and interesting combinations, but who's got the energy for that? So really... Put on what, you know, tried and tested stuff. Yeah, I just think try, tried and tested stuff is, is absolutely important. And if you have become very attached to a certain piece of clothing, uh, obviously that's probably, it's probably had its day actually. But if you've, ha- if you've been attached to a, sort of a certain sort of style, shall we say. So let's say, you know, it was the jogger. For me, the jogger was the hero of my lockdown. And I'm not quite ready to give it up completely, but I appreciate that I do want something a bit different because it is reminiscent. I think that's something, isn't it? It's a bit like leaving the house in your slippers. Some slippers mm. actually are okay, but you don't want to maybe wear them out and about. They're, you know, they're your, they're your dirty secret at home. So I think, um, you know, it's something that is similar to that. So a looser style pair of trousers, you know, or jeans, for example. I mean, I know the thought of jeans is quite scary, but you can go back to a skinny jeans and an oversized top. Think about, you know, think about your proportions and what you are happy to have on show, if you like, or present to the world um, and, and, and dress accordingly. If you were a massive fan of skinny jeans, you can still put them on. But just if you're not maybe happy with as I say, the distribution and redistribution of assets is, you know, maybe wear it with, you know, something more oversized on top. It's not warm yet, apart from, uh, well, obviously, you know, we've got the odd lovely day here and there. Um, but maybe with, you know, an oversized tunic or an oversized top or, you know, a long line blazer, something that will protect your modesty and just makes you feel less on show. Yeah. I think a lot of women as well, I mean, I always certainly, I have, you open your your wardrobe, which is sort of, hasn't really shifted for a year. Yeah. So you're basically looking at things that, you know, you thought would work in last February for the, you know, and you're sort of not, you're, the, the fact that they're, that they're a year old. You just fall out of love with them. them. Yeah, you've, 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 you've just, like, oh. you've, and I, I honestly think that it's a little bit like buying something. And you know, do you ever do that? You buy something in the beginning in the sale and you think, I'm going to buy this in the sale and I'm going to wear this all the time in the summer. So you buy it in January and by the summer, because it's been hung up in your wardrobe, I always say you've touched it too many times. So you're mm. always like, I've done that. I know I haven't actually worn it, but in my head, <laughs> I've worn it 55,000 times. I don't want to Do you know, I did now. exactly that. I bought quite a posh party dress in probably December, knowing it would be for, you know, July. Yeah. And I think about it, I think about it, think about it. The more I think about it, the less I'm, the less T- I'm so true. to wear it. Yeah, you won't be, yeah. Um, which obviously... weird humans. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I also think it's quite an individual trait as well. I'm not sure everyone does that. Um, but I think, you know, there are things that you would have worn. I think the point is, is that 
I don't think there's anything wrong with going out and saying, actually, do you know what? I really want to treat myself to a couple of new things. I, I feel that people will think their style has changed. The reality of it is it probably hasn't. It has. Yes, I wonder how we're going to be shopping when we're standing in a physical shop. Because we've all I been browsing, like, but we're it will in come back. fingering the fabric. You think it'll come yeah. back? Like that. I think we're all worried Muscle about memory. it. It's a little bit like, do you remember last year when it was going to the pub and going to a restaurant? You're like, oh my God, this is such a novelty. Once. The first time it's a novelty. Yeah. The second time, you're like, yeah, I'm good now. But do you know what? I went out um, for a walk yesterday and I wore my disgusting tracksuit bottoms and my therapy jumper, uh, which has got uh, some new holes in it and probably <laughs> some new stains. And, uh, but over the top, I wore a really great coat that oh. I picked up at uh, Bay Garnet's Oxfam pop-up, which is 70s CNA. Ooh. And a really great little cross-the-body bag. And honestly, I slightly, by mistake, looked like one of those women that I wanted to be, even though I was still wearing my, you know, yeah. terrible institution, you know, pyjamas, basically. Yeah, so there's... there's a lot, while it's still cold, remember that a coat that you love is a gift from the gods. And actually, I think a coat, a really good coat, um, and it can be a dressy coat, it doesn't have to be a casual coat, mm. a dressy coat with a hoodie, you know, tractor bottoms and trainers can actually be a really quite stylish outfit. That's what I'm finding. Exactly. It's, mm. it's, try, it's, it's thinking, I'll just try on, I've got, because of course, in September, for the first time in many years, I suddenly have found myself with two <coughs> coats that I really liked, having never had a coat that I liked. Mm. And of course, then don't leave the house. We've just been yeah. in a sort of terrible sort of, you know, parka. Um, and so now I'm trying them on over things. And sometimes it looks terrible. And sometimes it, you know, it sort of works. And, and I'm only going to Tesco anyway, so who cares? I think there's definitely been a, we felt like we have to dress like our interior lives have felt, i.e. kind of small or and kind of not showy and kind of sort of quite sofa-y, you know? And actually, we can go for a walk wearing a, a nice coat because hopefully it's not going to rain. And, you know, why not? It's very cheery. Yeah. I think there is, there is very much this thing. I mean, I quite often, I've had over the last year, people say, do you wear that going for a walk? It's like, yeah, I do wear it going for a walk. <laughs> it's no different. It's no more difficult for me to put on something that's actually, you know, it's not even dressy. Let's say it's nice. People are like, why are you wearing your nice clothes? Like, well, because what else am I going to do with them? And it's no, more, it's no more difficult to put on a nice jumper than Annabelle's therapy jumper. Before lockdown two really bit, my answer to self-respect was a pair of hoop earrings and a nice jumper. Yeah. With the same, you know, exactly. The ones that I usually save for best. Stop yes. saving for best. But yeah. there is no best. There is no best. Mm. And I think, <laughs> you know, I, I honestly think that people are going to get to a point where they just want to look like themselves. They want to like the person they see when they look in the mirror. And I yeah. think that is probably the key to coming out of lockdown and making yourself feel better. As long as you look and you think, do you know what? I like this. Who cares yeah. what anybody else says? It might be that you actually do need to spend... I mean, I always say this, you know, it, it doesn't come overnight. I will, I will think about an outfit and I will think, I will think about an outfit, I'll think about styling something and I'll think, yeah, do you know what, that's going to work. Me or, you know, other people and you put it on and in your head it works. But you hang it up and you think, yes, together they all look awesome. And you put it on and you look like a potato. And <laughs> I think that's so, you know, it's, sometimes it just happens. It, the, you know, the, the cut doesn't work together, the, the print doesn't work together, the fabrics aren't quite right whatever it might be, it is worth spending a little bit of time, as you said, Annabelle, going through and actually trying different combinations on. 
I know that has, for so many months, felt like an act of self-harm to do that, but I think maybe now is the time. Well, and I think in terms of shoes, I think we're just going to see oh, yeah. a lot of biker boots and lace-up boots, and then we're not going to be able to move for Birkenstocks this summer. I'd like to think that there is a prettier sort of sandal out there. You know, <laughs> like, a, like a practical sandal, because I think we will still be walking. I mean, I have to say, as much as I love... I've loved my walking. I cannot wait to be able to put on a sh- pair of tra- uh, shoes that say, how far can I walk in these? And think, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I'm getting in a taxi. <laughs> I'm so and I'm going to be sitting smart. in a restaurant. It doesn't yeah. matter. I don't imagine being scooped up. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's going to be quite something to swerve the Berkies this summer. I, th- I have a feeling that, that, that every, every woman in their 40s is going to be wearing Birkenstocks. Well, you know, yeah, I've I mean, ordered mine. <laughs> Yeah, I've got Sorry. I've got mine from last year. Mine is so good, but there is I think you know the ugly we call it the fugly sandal. Um, that is you know practical and comfortable is is there, but I think there is there is an element. I think they are being prettied up slightly, shall we say? They're being made a little bit more feminine. Yeah, there's a very good brand brand called A Piedi, where I've been getting sandals for years. Yes. They're not very expensive. They're all different colors. You know, it's super super basic, clean, chic. Whenever you see a woman, you think, oh, I'd like those tan sandals. Why can I never find some? A Piedi is where you can find them. Yeah, they're beautiful. Okay. I wore, I do. I had, in fact, I had a pair of leather sandals from them um, that I wore when I went to um, Disney. Actually, it wasn't. It was Universal. It was Florida, basically. Five years ago now, we were used to go last year. Anyway, five years ago, and um, I remember someone saying, "You need trainers," and I was like, "Sod off! I am not wearing in eighty-five degrees." trainers my feet will just literally fall apart they'll melt and i'll get really bad tan marks so i thought no 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 no, no. so i bought a pair of apity trainers and i wore them every single day and did like seventeen thousand yeah. steps a day in them they're leather yeah. they are beautiful you can do the schlep in those Absolutely. shoes they can take the punishment yes you can yeah yeah provided there's been a pedicure situation first oh my god so oh my god <laughs> honestly they are going but there's to a need... lot to be said you know for shoes sandals earrings belts bags isn't yeah. there yeah. To play around I, in a way that feels safe. Do you know, I would also say, I think if you just buy one or two new things, they are going to make such a massive difference to how you feel. And I know it sounds shallow, and I know it sounds a little bit vain, and it, but actually, whatever makes you happy, and if it is going out thinking, do you know what, actually, I do have an incredible pair of shoes on, or I've got a beautiful new jacket... It can be something as simple as I've got a cool jacket that actually reinvent, it reinvents all my dresses from last year. It works with jeans. I can wear it with my joggers. I can wear it with a hoodie. I can wear it with a silk blouse. And, you know, I think just find that one thing that will actually help breathe new life into all your old, which were favourites and they will be favourites again. They just now look threatening. Have you seen any of these said jackets? These out said there? jackets. Said cat. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, I haven't. No. Um, so this is the end. Of the... No, actually, I have actually. Do you know what? There's a, there's um. Uh, do you shop at Anna? Do you know shop at Anna? No. Okay, it's a boutique. She's got a beautiful, really, really lovely. I can't remember the name of them. I'll look them up. But a really nice khaki jacket. Me and M. I've got one from last year at Me and M. A really beautiful. Um, actually, I can. I'm on a roll now. Um, Me and M have beautiful. <laughs> she did last year. Have amazing. Like they're not shackets, but they are again khaki. A bit low, you know. Um, I have just got an incredible suede, little tiny from Laradute. And basically, Emily, you'll get this whenever I buy anything from Laradute. It makes me French. Uh, obviously, I know I'm obsessed with the Vanessa Seawood Laradute yes. range. Beautiful. Exactly. So they have got, and um, I've also ordered a, um, check this out, my, my inner 70s is coming out this summer. That, that's me, my okay. 70s. A suede you, trench. I'm feeling very suede 
Me too. I totally so it's got agree. Little... I'm not given suede a second thought since I was about 22. I'm suddenly attracted to all things suede. I'm feeling very persuadable. Yep, and actually Whoop. Meg and B who are sponsoring this have got these little suede cross the body bags, perfect size. But what they've got are those, cha- you can change the straps so you can wear something that's a bit Navajo or a bit disco or a bit, and because I'm all about dresses and just grabbing something, I'm quite looking forward to that. But what to put in these bags? Hand- well, we still need hand sanitizer. Yes. Oh God. Yes, yes, I think so. Do you know now? Can I? Am I the only person? There is. There's one other person I've met actually. In fact, the woman I was working with yesterday, and I just said, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I, I near missed my train. I was running it alone because I forgot my bloody mask." And she went, oh, "Me too. I always forget." <laughs> How a year in do I still forget the mask? <laughs> Shouldn't there be one sitting in the mythical handbag? Yeah. Well, but they. Well, no, no, there aren't because I change my handbags. So I'm rubbish. So I change mm. my handbags or, you know, it, I, you know, I'd like to say, I, I would like to say that all my masks are in the wash, but, um, <laughs> I know, I feel like that's super disgusting, know, right? Super disgusting. When you, when and you, you think it's your, only your own disgustingness and then you read things that yeah. say they are 30% less effective if you've worn them for more than three days. Like how about three months? When you put them <laughs> on and you, and you smell last night yeah. or like what you ate yesterday. <laughs> But that's not a metaphor for our entire lives. The yeah. way we dress, the way we, the way we interact. Yeah. It's, all right, it's only me. The mask in the bag. I now can't leave home without a concealer. Not helped my encounter. If you never look so tired, you know, like, so if the under eyes is just them. So that, and also I've become addicted to lip balm again for the first time since I was fifteen. I'm, I've been weirdly wearing brighter lips. I think that's because I've probably looked slightly like a corpse because I haven't actually. My face has not seen any sun. I think there's going to be a really big thing for bright lips this summer. And yeah. I don't think it's because people look like corpses. I think it's going to be almost like an act of defiance. Almost like fake it to make it. If I wear it, I will wear the optimism on my face. I think we're going to see coral lips that are really quite 50s, quite unfashionable colours popping up yeah. all over the place. I think the 70s. I think I, I, my gut feel, actually, someone asked me this the other day, and I said, I think, big pattern, big print, big colours, loads of big colours this summer. And I actually think, I know there are lots of, um, you know, last year it was all sort of, you know, the tiered dresses and the um, lots of, you know, sort of lots of frills, the collars are everywhere. I have to say, I think the next big thing is going to be almost paired back, more 70s style tunics, but I think it's going to be in the colour I think it's going to be, I think for me, it's, it's, it's going to be the 70s. I think we're wearing flares. We're wearing, it's long and languid. I think that's what I'm For me, it's I'm always the 70s. For. I love it. Yes, I, I feel like the 70s feels, feels like it will sort of be the spirit of kind of summer of love, going yeah. out, kind of exactly. I like the word languid because it sounds like lounge and like, like yeah. you don't have to do much. Yeah, exactly. A kind of liquid summer that people are going to have where we kind of float around, but not with the sort of, the slight austerity of the prairie look. Yes. Right? For me, the prairie, well, you know. Yes, I mean, also the thing about the prairie look is that it can, you can look absolutely delectable, but you can also look like a sort of slightly sinister village idiot. <laughs> it literally <laughs> doesn't take much to tip, to tip from one to the other. <gasps> like a I think it's my enormous... Uh, like a cult, like a cult member as well that you might be. Like, I, I think, maybe. Do you know what? I also think it depends on your hair. I don't have the right <laughs> hair for it. I do look like the village that's lost its idiot. Actually, I think I might spend a bit of money this summer on some huge sunglasses and some, you know, amazing earrings and a, and a good belt. I am looking for a suede tan blazer. Like Ooh, I think my mother had one of those. That's proper seventies New York. Proper seventies, and I am going to go and hunt. I know the shop. I know in Covent Garden there are a couple of really good vintage shops. Um, that's my first when I'm allowed out to go. What into are they a called? Shop. One is called Pick and Way. Hmm. So you basically, it's so bizarre. You um, you pay for something by the weight of it. 
<gasps> that's bizarre. I so know. do you get a whole so you get a whole bag of stuff and yeah. that's and you just pay a set amount like ten pounds of I mean I'm just guessing but 10 It's a lot more expensive than that. Yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. vintage <laughs> isn't necessarily cheap. Yeah, vintage and yeah. isn't cheap. Um but it's no. no, it's 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 really good. It's 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 really good. Don't go with your daughter though, because she picked the last time I went, my daughter picked up a cricket sweater, a vintage, <laughs> but you can imagine it weighed about as much as a car. And I was like, put that back. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I'm not I think a suede blazer might also weigh like I know. like a small minivan <laughs> I know I know, I know. but, but the, I, I know exactly what I want and I've, I've, I've spent the last sort of two months looking for one um, so yeah so that's I'm, I'm going I'm going vintage I think I'm going I'm going I've got lots of vintage skirts are great I think that's as well I think I don't know it's just finding things that maybe are a little bit you know off piste but that work with everything that you already have um, I'm going to be getting some stuff made. That's just brilliant. Think when you've yeah. got something in your head, yeah. and you just draw the silhouette. There's a yeah. particular very 70s style of shirt that I want, and I'm going. To, there's a little dressmaker around the corner. I'm going to draw it. Pop into Boat Street, get some silk crepe done. See, I've done that with a dress. There's a dress I love, and in fact, two or three styles of dresses that I love. Uh, one is Gucci. One is another ridiculous. But you know, they're just so expensive. But I sort of want mm. a mix of all the dresses, and it's just a real 70s tunic style dress yeah uh, so yeah that's what i want and i think and i think you see this is the thing once you get that going i don't think people should be scared of dressmakers literally take a picture um yeah. and once it, well, it's, it's always a bit more expensive than you think it's going to be it's not cheaper than particularly buying something well fabrics good fabric's fabric. expensive good fabric is, is really expensive but that's when so when you've got that and you've got your plain block color and it's the cut that you want that's when you have a really good bag really good sunglasses good pair of earrings and frankly make it long enough to cover your feet so no one can see what's going on under there Exactly. 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 Finding your way because also, in a way, don't you find that sometimes looking on all those big retailers online, you can get you can lose the forest for the trees. You can get a sort of blindness because none of us have actually seen this stuff up close for a year. I. Do you know what I think? The the, it's very tricky. I mean, online online shopping is is there there is there is there is a certain joy to it. Of that, there is true. Of that, you know, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, I I love doing it, but I love nothing better than spending hours looking at clothes because I'm slightly weird. Um, but I do think there is the element of you've got to order everything in two sizes. Um, you know, you think you know how fabric's going to feel and it arrives, but it doesn't. And then there is the, just the difficulty of, and this is something I have said to, you know, clients that I work with, your website sucks. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to put in white oversized shirts and come up with three and a half thousand options. Oh, by the mm. way, only five of which are actually white shirts, but I've got to go through because you've just picked up shirt or whatever it might be. So um, yeah, so I think I think I think you know there is a, there is an art form to certainly online shopping, but I think once we're allowed back in shops, I don't know what yeah, we're going to do. Are ways when you look at an item online where you can learn a little bit more about the proportions or the fabric? What do you yes. look for? So the best thing, sorry to interrupt, because I'm actually very excited about this because it's something that more websites are doing and it is brilliant. It's the easiest thing on the planet. They put the size and height of the size and height of the model. Which sounds bizarre, but you look at something, especially being tall, I will look at something and go, oh, I love that. Look at that amazing maxi dress. Oh, the model is five foot six. That's not going to be, I'm five foot ten. That's going to literally be like, you know, sort of hanging somewhere around my Fandango. So, you know, you, I think it's, you know, that is brilliant. That is really good. And when you say the model is wearing a size eight, I mean, we know that models are basically, you know, quite small, but at least you go, okay, fine. I, in my head, can get a, a it's not ideal. It's not perfect, but you can get a better understanding of the shape of that model and the other thing that I do which sounds a little bit weird is 
on certain websites, they use the same model for lots of things. So you can see how different things look on the same model, which again yes. sounds weird, but if you're looking for the length of a skirt and you're like, how, how, how long is that skirt? I don't know. Um, the other thing, the second thing, which sounds again really obvious, but not many people do it, get tape measure out. Yeah. So often they actually do have the length, the dimensions of the item on the yeah. thing. And it's just a question of measuring. And it sounds really yeah. obvious and easy, but it, it, does, it, does, it does cut down a lot of you having to return stuff when it arrives and you think. Why oh, are we all so resistant to tape measures? It's the same, by the way, with handbags. How big are they? Earrings. How big are they? You know, yeah. why, we, why don't we... Ever, oh. I, think, do you know, I think it reminds us of maths. Yes. I'm obsessed no, with tape measure. Because, well, because I'm tall, especially with handbags. I mean, I love my tape measure. Uh, but mind you, I don't normally get it. I just want to go, how big's a ruler? Do you measure the strap length on the bag yeah. or the bag bag? Um, well, because me, because I'm tall and I know I've got a bag that I know I love. And I, so when you look at a bag, you think, oh, that might be the same size as my bag. And we've all done that. We've ordered it and it's calm and you can't even fit your and iPhone it's... in it. Yes, in fact, it's like useless, useless. Um, so I quite often will, um, yeah, I, will do, I know the measurements of my bag and I look at them and go, oh, okay, 23 centimetres. I know that's not big enough. It's, it needs to be 28, 30, you know. So, yeah, 30 centimetres. I think it, or I don't even get my tape measure out often. I think of an old school ruler. So yeah, do yeah, I. Yeah, so do Just I. Just think Absolutely. of an old school it's ruler. Breaded, yeah, yeah. 12 inches, it's 30 in... centimetres. That's it. I also like it on the websites when they show, sort of, they, they put different shaped girls in the same outfit as well. That's They've really good. They've started to do that a lot more now. A few of them are very good at that. Doan's very good at it. And it really makes um, it because you can see the whole... So exactly... Donna Ida so does it for see. jeans. Donna, they've got those so new brilliant. jeans, haven't they? Yeah. It's yeah. such an easy way. I mean, obviously, it's double the work for them. And, and I agree with you that looking at the same model wearing all the different outfits is also helpful. But I do you think that's... Well, a, they'll shift more product and they'll retain more customers because you'll have yeah. a lot... You'll have far fewer depressed, you know, skinny, fat, flat-chested, you know, busty, whatever shape he is, women who are disillusioned because they've got something, that, you know. So. Yeah, doesn't fit. So I agree. I think it would be worth it. It's worth I, I, it. Think it, I think it would be genius if they had lots of different size models. I just think it would be, I just think it would be amazing because what, you know, you're a size eight looks very, very different if you're a size 14. Yeah. yeah. It, looks, it yeah. looks completely different. And I think, you know, I mean, kudos to some of them. They are using older models. Awesome. Yeah. That's brilliant. Um, they do tend to just be older models with grey hair. That, you know, um, like we'll just put some grey hair on someone. She's not really that old. Um, grey hair makes you look old, apparently. Um, and and that's bizarre, isn't it? Oh, let, let's get someone older. Someone with grey hair. They're only grey-haired people allowed. I know. But, you're, not allowed to, you're not allowed to have normal coloured hair if you're old. No. That's clearly the truth. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. You must have. That's, you know, and that... Anyway. Um, and, and, and they're... But they're still a size 8, 10. They're still you know, mm. little, they're not, um, so yeah, I think if they did have different size models, that would be revolutionary for the yes. high street. It's easier to work. Yes. And I, I think it's happening, but you know, but, but slowly there's resistance because there's always resistance to this stuff. I remember, you know, when I was, um, I used to, I used to always, I, I, I would never go out in the same shoes everywhere. I'd always change my handbag for like a little clutch bag. I'd, but everything's much more democratic now, isn't it? You just, you just, you know, Emily and I were always saying that when we were first working in magazines, there was a lot of energy given to how to get from office to bar. And now you realise you just walk. And that's fine. It's just one, one step in front of the other. So I think that, I think that apart from the odd party dress, I'm not sure people are going to be expecting us to dress up as we re-emerge in the next few months. 
Uh, do you know what, though? I think people do want to. I think there is a real appetite for actually having something new that's lovely. And I think a dress mm. is the easiest way to do that. And also, if you find the right kind of dress, there are some amazing dresses out there at the minute. Um, you know, Where are you looking for dresses? Really, do you know what I have? If I, I've just, I have just done a job for them, but they have stunning dresses to dress up and down with pockets. With yeah. pockets. Um, label mix. They're a good price point. Because everyone's got their personal sweet spot for a price point, haven't they? Yes. Whether it's, you know, it's usually a sort of just below. So whether it's sort of £29.99, £49.99, £99.99, £199, it's with that just below that, where does it hit for you? Um, and label, yeah, label mix is a, is, a, is a democratic look for a kind of quite a, quite, a, quite a directional piece sometimes. So dresses, a trainer or a sandal, we're fine. Like quite an exciting lipstick. Who knew? That'll lift it. Then... With bags, do you think that you can wear, you can go for really brightly coloured bags and really sort of play around? Totally. I think, I just think, uh, yeah, I think a bag is something that is so incredibly personal. And I think, I know it's a very un-PC thing to say, but I don't think you can have too many bags. (laughs) You can never have too many bags. Because they last forever. And do you know what? A bag will always fit you. That's the thing. Yeah, easier to make that decision in the context. Because it's interesting you're talking about, you know, we haven't spent any money on sort of slightly fancier dresses because obviously cost per wear we're, we're concerned about, yeah. you know, and there's been no context for it, or right? Or work clothes. Exactly, or work clothes. But, you know, so bag will, the cost per wear will be great because whatever, you're going to take Oh, I it think out. with bags and coats, you can spend, it's always why it's such a thrill when you find a bag which is sort of, you know, 150 quid. Because if you have a five or a 10 pound cost per wear, I mean, you're going to, it's that's going to be a, a pound per wear easily yeah. within six months, yeah. isn't it? I think also it's fine. I mean, my advice to finding a bag, you know, would if you're if you're looking to invest in one, or if you're not looking to, you know, sort of buy more, I think is to, to is to to really try and work out what your style is, and then what bag would work for the majority of your looks. So, you know, mm. if you are more relaxed, if you are more boho, then find one that's a little bit slouchier, that's not as structured. Um, you know, if you never, ever wear bright colours, it's probably best to stick to a neutral. Neutral bags are always going to be, uh, they're always going to have more longevity because they will go with more things. But leopard bags, for example, go with everything, go with anything. They're a little bit more exciting. Um, you know, or just have a really brightly colour. What's your favourite colour? Instead of buying mm. a new jumper or a new bag, go and buy a new bag. I'm thinking I might do some brightly coloured bag action this summer, which will give, you know, me and possibly everyone else a shot. But I feel <laughs> happy and, 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 and unthreatened by that. It's not like I'm saying I'm now going to attempt to wear, you know, corset yeah. tops and hot pants. Yeah. Let's see how that Let's, goes. Oh, please, can you do that? It sounds very kind of like weirdly Von Trappish. And also, because there is this threat of no holidays... It means I feel we can all slightly focus on just like looking after ourselves clothes wise for the summer without thinking. And I need to get that bikini for that one week mm. that is five months away. And I need to make sure I have a decent cover up on the beach because yeah. I don't want to wear, you know. So we're sort of, you know, in a way, even though if we don't have holidays, we'll be sad, freed from that sort of sartorial, you know, pressure. Have you got properly dressed every day for lockdown? No. If I'm just going for a walk with a mate, I honestly look like, yes, I mean, you can hear, you know, things trip-trapping across a bridge above me. I I look (laughs) horrendous. I absolutely look horrendous. And I I don't care. And what I love, though, is when you see somebody, it's a bit like, you see something, they go, are you okay? (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Is everything everything all right? Yeah, I just haven't got any makeup on. Oh, okay, fine. (laughs) 
exactly. Are you in the middle of some emotional catastrophe? <laughs> or have you just not put any concealer on? Yeah, I've just got no makeup on. Yeah, I'm not ill. I just have got no makeup on. I know that ship has sailed. I wear tinted moisturiser every single morning now. I have to say, actually, from not having, I think because the camera, obviously, I, you know, I haven't been up that close. I haven't been wearing foundation. And I have to say, I do think, and I've been obsessed with my skincare. Literally, because you're not, you know, I've been like, I've got all this, all all this time, she says. Um, But I have had extra time to lie there and take my makeup off at five o'clock and just like lather on all sorts of stuff. Um, but yeah, I do think, think done my anything. skin is actually better. Yeah, I do actually. I think my skin is, is definitely better. I mean, it could do with a bit of sunlight. I'm not going to lie to you. It could do with a week in the yeah. Caribbean. That's what would make it perfect. <laughs> yes, but you know, if that's not on the table, then some tinted moisturiser and a face well, mask will do. Well, no, I, I, am, I am going back to my... Um, I have not had any um, aesthetic treatment um, for now 17 months. And I'm it? going yeah. on Wednesday. Uh, how? But both she's you... the doctor. Okay. So once we've got our uh, dress or our tunic or our blazer, our trainers, we're not panicking. We're fine. We're wearing a bag. It might be in a bright colour. We're having some fun with that. What about some really fabulous earrings? And I don't mean like like massive diamante sort of, you know, but, you know, and, but something in between a hoop and a sort of and the Coca Cabana, you know? The ones I've got, I've got, I wear earrings from, these are Monica Vinader, which I've worn pretty much every single day since the beginning they're of really lockdown. Nice. And if I have to type Monica Vinader once more, when people ask where they're from, <laughs> I probably type about four times a day, Monica Vinader. Um, they are amazing. The little tiny ones are from Louise Sinclair. Little tiny, mm. can you see the little tiny heart, heart one there? They're really cute. Yeah, they're really cute. Um, but the, I like the ones where you can interchange charms. So you can actually, I mean, oh, yes. I say that, I don't because I'm inherently lazy, um, but you can. So Chambers and Bow do really lovely ones as well that you can interchange the charms on. I want another piercing. That's the first thing I'm doing. I'm out. Is it? Yeah. Oh, is it? Where? Yeah. Well, I'll show <clears throat> you when I see you. Oh, My ear. <laughs> okay. But I had my first piercing ever two years ago and then another one. Just before Six this, months ago. I was going to say, in the middle of the lockdown. And I'm going to go for number three to celebrate coming out. I remember the pain. And I'm too scared to get it done again. Because well, of the healing I, process. There, there was no pain at all. Yeah, was no, there? I had one. I had another no, no, one. No, genuinely, genuinely it is ago. much, much, much more painful to get a wax. Fine. And actually, Where did you get more painful done? to get a pedicure. Portobello Road. Okay. Not in fact, fine. we can go together if you want. I'll come with you. I'll come with you and get there a piercing party. There we go. Let's all have some piercing fun. Yay! Yeah. Let's get, and then get totally pissed. Well, not me, obviously. No, not you. You don't joke. Okay, right, piercing. It's going to be, it's gonna be the yeah, summer definitely. of the piercing. That's really piercing hurts piercing. me up, actually. Yeah, amazing. You're not allowed to, you're not supposed to drink beforehand, though, are you? Because it bleeds no. loads. Well, they won't. If, if we, Kat, if we were to roll through the door okay, singing a shanty tune and vomiting, <laughs> they would not pierce us. That was me, that so was me having my tattoo could... done, and they did that. They were happy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> not sure that's legal but we'll work it out it was in Amsterdam we're fine <laughs> good luck with that's your suede blazer quest with my, with my oh my suede I will keep you posted I will keep you yeah, posted well, my we'll suede on Instagram. so I'm sure you all know does my bum look 40 on Instagram is where we find all this um, wisdom yeah. and, uh, and thank you so much for today and, uh, and we'll see you for more help and advice oh I don't know six months do you think <laughs> yeah perfect yes please <laughs> okay amazing can't wait You've been listening to Annabelle Rivkin and Emily McMeekin of The Middle. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe. 
This podcast was bravely sponsored by Meg and B. Beautiful bags for all the women that you are. And we'll just leave you with this thought. Is anyone else using their boob as a stress ball? Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revelhorwood, Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.